<laughs> oh, Sean Dizzle. Mikey Dizzle. <laughs> All right, here we go. My turn to be an asshole on the podcast. You a little drunky? Nope, not at all. Why are you going to be an asshole? I don't know. You're just feeling it. I'm just in that mood right now. All right. It's Let's episode 199. And, uh, hey, man. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Christmas is drawing nigh. Oh, I'm feeling it, bro. I'm feeling, you know. You were in the mood. I almost watched uh, The Grinch the other night. I mean, almost. I usually do. The one with Jim Carrey, it's my fave. Like, top three movies, hands down. Mm -hmm. We watched it last week, so yeah, it's one of mine, too. I have not watched it yet. I'm holding out to watch it with the wife, but I almost want to watch it by myself because I'm that guy who quotes it as it's happening. You know that guy. I am that guy with that movie, yes. So, I don't know if she thoroughly enjoys that so much. So, I feel like I need to maybe watch it by myself once, and then we can watch it together. Because it's, you know... It's the movie I could watch all year round. It just never gets old. I can guarantee you what's going to happen. What? You're going to watch it the first time. By yourself. And you're going to re-familiarize yourself with all of the... Phrasing. And Which then, I pretty much have memorized anyway, but sure. And, and then when you go to watch the movie with her... You're going to annoy the shit out of her. Because <laughs> you're not going to be able to shut up because it's funny. Probably. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, I had uh, had the scene where he's like, even if I wanted to go, my schedule won't allow it. <laughs> so I had to like YouTube it just to watch it because I could not get it out of my head. Yeah. You know, like a song you get in your head and then you listen to it and then somehow it's like, all right. I got the taste of it. I heard it. Now it's not in my head anymore. That's what I had to do. You sound like a drug addict trying to get its fix. I had to, bro. I, I'm with you. We watched it last week. Four thirty. Jazz size. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Five saving me. Stare into the abyss. <laughs> 
Thank you. Six for o'clock me, dinner Rich. with myself. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> Dude, I just, I had to do it. I had to get it out of my head and it worked. I love it. I do love that movie so much. I really do. But what would I wear? Ah. Oh. That's it. I'm not going. <laughs> I freaking love it, dude. I can quote it. I really can. Uh, I guess you can. Yes. Good Good on you. That is pretty good. Um, if I could sound like Jim Carrey, it'd be even better. It'd be Mo' Better. Mo' Better Blues. We watched anyway, Christmas with the Cranks tonight. Gay! <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. Did you enjoy it? Oh, yes, I did. I love that movie. By the way, I'm not hating on gays. I just, I'm stuck in that white, post-core, teenage angst high school years where, like, everything was gay and it didn't mean, like, gay. It just meant, like, stupid. And I know that's still a bad thing. Yeah. But I'm sorry. You just gotta know my heart. Stop being an asshole. I will try. I will. Um, anyway. Hey, wait. Yes. We missed it, so happy Hanukkah. Mm. I mean, it's still happening, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It is still happening, but it did start a couple days ago, right? Friday. <laughs> right? Hanukkah started Friday. Today is I Sunday. I think so. Yeah. Um, eight crazy nights. I'm being an asshole. I'm sorry. Yes, Hanukkah started Friday, right? I think it was Friday. I think you're right. It usually starts on a Friday, right? Yes. Jesus Christ, I'm married a Jew. I know how this works. Anyway, yes, happy Hanukkah. Um, what is, uh, so this is Sunday night, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the third candle should be lit tonight. Oh, I, something cool. Speaking of Hanukkah, we have a Jewish friend on the corner, neighbor, and um, she's also Russian Jew, like my wife. Anyway, they have eight, um, uh, what do you call those things? Tiki torches <laughs> on the front lawn. That's awesome. Yeah, it's kind of dope. So do they light, like... One every night, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume. Or so. do they have them all growing? I don't. I just noticed it tonight. So when, when I was <coughs> driving home after dropping off Micah, I just noticed it. So I assume that. Well, how many were lit though? None of them were lit. It was still daylight. Oh, uh, all right. So I would Touché. assume that. I. I mean, uh, hey, I can walk down there after we're done recording and and take a picture for you. Posted on Insta at Unchurch Pod. What? Right. Uh, so yeah, I, I that's about where I'm at. You should, because I'm super curious. I feel like if they're Jewish, though, they're gonna not light all eight at once. Well, no, you only light 
you know, one a night. Yeah, I mean it's. Well, no, you, so, you, the first night you light one, the second night you you light two, the third mm-hmm. night you light three, right? So tonight should be four. Tonight should be right? three. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Three days. Okay, so three. So yeah. tonight, if you leave this podcast and walk down, mm-hmm. there should only be three lit. That's what I'm curious about. Yes, correct. There should only be three lit, yes. Sure you're not a little drunky? <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe I am. I don't even know. I, I don't know. I, I swear you said four, which is why I said no. Well, I did say four. Okay. Yeah. So, no, I'm not drunk. It should only be three. But my original question is, do they have all eight lit? And you said, well, it was the daytime. Yeah, it was daytime, so they didn't have any of them lit. Is anyone else confused right now? They're not lit right now. They don't keep them lit. All day long, right? Well, then they're not traditional Jews, are they? (laughs) (laughs) The candles be long, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, you know, it's, they're, they're progressive. They're, they're using tiki torches and I'm sure they have a menorah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the one in the house is probably lit, but. We're not fasting at all. The one in the front yard, but, you know freaking tiki torches in the front lawn I, they probably don't have enough oil to uh to have them lit all day right i don't know that's a cop out bro it's america <laughs> right you should be able to get tiki torch oil uh for uh 99 cent right now because <laughs> nobody's using Shit. it i don't know anyway tiki torch oil is expensive bro mm-hmm and yeah. then it's like, and it don't last. Why long. is it so expensive? Because there's citronella in it. Ooh, supply and demand, right? Who knows? Um. Anyway, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> what does the third day represent? Do you know? The resurrection. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> In case you don't know if you're Jewish, you don't believe in the resurrection because you're still waiting on Jesus to come. <laughs> Why are you making this sound so bad? Uh, anyway. A little Jew joke, man. Come it on. It is a little Jew joke. Anyway. Um, Bro, Jesus was a Jew. Indeed. So, I was wrong. It, uh, Hanukkah actually started sundown Thursday night. Not Friday. So there will be four lit tonight. Correct. I was right. You were only right because you didn't know (laughs) that it started on Thursday night instead of Friday night. I thought it started Friday night, not Thursday night. Anyway, technically, I guess we both are right, if I can say that, because Thursday evening flows into... You know, the first full day of Hanukkah is Friday. Yeah, justify however you need to. Shut up. <laughs> Live your truth, bro. Uh, ah, whatever. Happy Hanukkah if you're Jewish. Yeah. Uh, the other name for it is the Festival of Lights. <laughs> Very so, true. 
uh, which is the whole point behind lighting the menorah. So, yeah, this is cool. Um, yeah, I like it. You want to talk about something else, though, so go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I'm watching this documentary on Scientology. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> Leah Remini mm -hmm. and her husband, actually, I believe, is producing. Um, oh, what's his name? Something pagan. Something pagan. You're hilarious. No, seriously, his last name is Pagan. Oh. Um. Oh, I just looked it up tonight because I was curious. Something with an A. Anyway, sorry that I got your name wrong. Not that you're ever going to listen to this anyway, but. I mean, I'm I'm just guessing, but he's a producer, so. Okay. If they're married, I'm just kind of putting two and two together there. I haven't looked that up or anything, but anyway, it, Scientology is fucking nuts, bro. I knew just a tiny bit of it, but now that I'm watching this thing on Netflix, I'm just like, this <laughs> shit's fucked up, bro. This is a very, very kingdom of the cults of you and i'm i'm watching these people get interviewed and they're all white of course and are. i'm just thinking like if you if you weren't born into scientology the same way that i was born into christianity why would you ever fall for this shit like you're just getting hustled and then it dawned on me and this might be racist but it kind of is what it is. They're all white. You. Yeah. Here's what here's what I really wanted to talk about. This is that was just a little preface. So I was driving a little over two hours, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Details are here nor there. But I stopped at a gas station to fuel up, take a pee, get some water. How Pull into the gas for? station. There's this hoopty, right? Okay. No plates on it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hood's open. Two people are standing around, looking around. And I knew as soon as I stopped my vehicle and took the key out, what was about to happen. And sure enough, it happened. They tried to jack you? About five seconds after getting out of my vehicle to walk in to go pee before I fuel up. Hey, man, I don't mean to bother you, but as you can see, my car broke down here and it won't start. And it's late at night and it's cold. And me and my girl are on the way to Florida. I live in Illinois, by the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to be important here in a second. We're on our way to Florida. And we can't get our car to get fixed until tomorrow. We need a place to stay tonight. We don't have money to get a hotel room. Anything you can give me, bro. Anything. I would definitely be appreciative, man. It'd be a blessing. And I'm like, I don't have anything. 
So I walk in, I do my thing, mm-hmm. come out, I fuel up. They're running game on someone else. Same fucking story. Except this time, they ramp it up. One of them tries to start the car, and the car won't start. Imagine that. (laughs) They give the same story. My husband's over there trying to get my car going. Mm -hmm. We're on our way to Florida, and it's cold, and we can't get our, you know, anyone to, like, work on the car till tomorrow. Anything you give me would be such a blessing, man. I would appreciate anything. I don't expect nothing, but if you could, you know, running running some game. Mm-hmm. They get the money, and I'm just like, you fucking dopes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're living in Illinois, or you're in Illinois, and you're trying to make it all the way down to Florida, let's say your car is broken down, and that's legitimate. You would have had to gas that car up probably an additional three times on your way to Florida from Illinois, which means you should have the money to do that if you're really going to Florida, which means you would at least have enough money for a hotel room for one night. One would think. One would think. But people don't think. No, they do not. And unfortunately, I have to come against my own race here for a second. White people don't think. Mm. They just think, oh, I can do some good because I'm privileged and I have more than you because you're a different color. Mm. I hate to say that, but unfortunately, I've watched it played out in front of my fucking eyes. Thoughts from the mind of Sean Dizzle. Yes. Hate mail. Send it to me. Sean at unchurchedpodcast.show. I want to hear it. Here's my thing. I'm from Florida. I have traveled many a times up and down the East Coast. Do you know what the people in Florida who say the same exact fucking shit say? What do they say? The same fucking shit. The only difference is <laughs> we're traveling to either Wisconsin or Michigan. Oh, right. Those are the two popular states. And I don't know why. I guess it's because it's so far from where Florida is. Yeah. But it's the same fucking story every time. And then I moved up to Michigan. (laughs) And guess where everybody's going? To Florida. Fucking Florida. But it's the same story every time. The same hoopty. The same piece of shit. Fucking low-life motherfucker smoking a cigarette. I don't even know how he's talking. But he's begging for anything I could get from you will be a blessing. Fuck you, bro. I've seen it. I've heard it. <laughs> Your car ain't broke down. As soon as you get the cash from my wallet, you about to put that spark plug right. back on and drive your ass to go score some fucking shit. Maybe it's the I'm same people. I'm not a dummy because I've been around and I've seen it. Maybe it's the same people. And maybe they truly were in Florida the same time you were in Florida. Yeah, okay. And then, <laughs> then they stayed down there for a long time. Yeah, and then they, you know, they came back somehow. They got all the way up to Michigan. Even though they planned a trip fucking states away, but they don't have any money or license plates on their car. <laughs> or license plates, yeah. Yeah, good luck going state to state without a plate. 
it's just I don't understand why people fall for it. You know, there but are I guarantee you, and listen, I am not trying to be racist here. I'm just being real. Mm-hmm. If a black man was approached and saw the same exact thing play out that I did, what do you think his response is gonna be? God bless you, brother. Here's twenty bucks. Do you honestly think that? <laughs> Bro, you're trying to score some game. Get on my fucking face before I slap the motherfucking black out your motherfucking face. Come at me with that shit. Just gonna say peace be with you and also with you. Or maybe they say good luck, brother. I can't help you. I don't know, but like, come on, dude. You're getting hustled. That's a fucking hustle. People fall for it. Yeah, people fall for it. No doubt about it. But what do you do? Unfortunately, the people who usually fall for it, and again, I'm not intentionally trying to be racist here. This or this or this is just like the information that I've received from seeing it over the years of my existence. It's always white people. Why is that? Who knows? So how does Scientology come into any of this? Because they're all fucking white. And they believe the whole bullshit of like, oh, you need to give me money so that you can get better. And they're like, okay, well, I only have $100. And they're like, well, it's going to cost 3000 So you should mortgage your house. And then you're like, okay, I'll mortgage my house. <laughs> I just I feel like men of color, women of color would be like uh, motherfucker something going on <laughs> and I don't want nothing to do with this. Yeah. Call me racist, but come on, dude. Scientology is a major hustle. That's my point. Oh, we're going back to Scientology full circle? Like that's where we're going right now? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so wait a minute that whole seven minute rant about the hustle at the gas station that happened to you last week which has also happened multiple times in my life which which is is the same fucking hustle I I, I get it this is the same hustle that has happened over and over again Uh, all of that was to say that Scientology is bullshit all of that was to say, no wonder Scientology is full of white people, because in my existence, the people that end up opening their wallet, feeling like they're doing good and helping out, regardless of the information that they're in taking, they believe that they're doing good and therefore I need to give you money that I've worked for. You're just fucking begging and lying about. And that's what I kind of feel like Scientology is. One big hustle against white people who have money. (laughs) And it's crazy to me. Well, I tell you what. um, I don't blame you for that. Because you've watched that documentary, right? I've watched it, yes. All of it? As far as I remember, yeah, I watched the whole thing. 
I mean, it was a so, while ago. It was like when it first came out that I seen it, and it's been some years now. So we're not even to season two, and I'm just like, dude, there is like, there's a racist thing going on here. Like, they're not targeting people of color or people of any other ethnicity. Did I say that right? Nope. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're trying to say, yeah. Ethnicity? Ethnic? Ethnicity. Man, there's no Asians or Latinos. There's no fucking Indians. It's all fucking white people. That's what I'm saying. And they just eat it up continually until they've spent $300,000 that they don't have. Listen. And then they're like, oh my God, something's wrong here. And it's like, yeah, no fucking shit. <laughs> all right. And then it made me think about... <clears throat> You know that scene from Men in Black when Will Smith is in the uh, test chamber and all the people are shooting the aliens and he only fires like one shot and it's the little girl. And they're like, why did you shoot the little innocent girl? And he's like, man, (laughs) ain't no little white girl walking through the hood late at night and all these creepers out. With a quantum Something physics was up book. with that shit. I don't trust that bitch. She, she was, I'm not. I'm not saying that's what he said. I'm just paraphrasing. But you remember that scene, right? I do, because she she was carrying a quantum physics book. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he like. Was it saying. didn't make sense. It didn't fit. The pieces weren't adding up. Something's uh, wrong here. A little white girl walking around Harlem in the middle of the night <laughs> with a quantum physics book. No one else caught it. He's but like, he did. She's up to some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It doesn't make sense. If it doesn't make sense, I ain't fucking having it. It was a it was a monster that was hanging on the streetlight. He was like, <laughs> he was like, ah, I'm not worried about that alien. He's just trying to get his workout on. He's doing pull ups. <laughs> I'm saying, bro, there's a there's a weird, funny, screwed up correlation to that scene and everything I just said. If you really take time to think about it, I, I am taking time to think about it. And I agree with you. It is strange. It's funny at the same time. All it's right. crazy to me. I guess this is my real point. All it right. boggles my mind that people believe things and just willingly open their finances Because they're just not observant. Indeed. They don't think. Mm -hmm. They're not like, huh, that's kind of weird. They're just like, oh, well, yeah, you said this would happen, so sure. Let me mortgage my house so that that will happen. Mm -hmm. Even though that makes no sense. (laughs) I just don't get it. I got one for you. But wait, before you tell me that, I will say this. If you were born into Scientology, I I can understand the fact of why it would be very, air quote, alien for you not to just go along with it. Because that's all you know. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's what a lot of people believe about Christians. 
So when I was, we could totally talk about that forever. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, like churches today make it a point to proselytize you as young as possible. Because the rule is, is that if we can get them young, we can get them long. We can keep yep. them long. You know, I mean, that is the philosophy. That's why some of the most successful churches out there, the largest ones, they, um, they, they have the, the, the largest budget item is their children's ministry. Because if we can get the kids, we can get the parents. If the kids want to be here, the parents have to bring the, the kids. And it's proven. And when the parents come, so does the money. It, it's, it ceases to be about... Well, I can't say that. I was going to say it, it ceases to be about Jesus. I, I can't say that. Um, but I can say... Um, Definitely gets manipulated. It's convoluted, is what I will say. It's completely convoluted. Um, obviously, it's a church, and so therefore Jesus is, or at least should be, the focal point. Um, but that being said, we've talked about this before, bills still have to be paid. And so there has to be an angle in order to get people to give their money, because it's a donation. You know, you you're you're thrive. You're you're able to succeed off of the kindness and donations of adults. It just is what it is. So, um, which got me to you know, which gets me to think that our priorities are a little out of whack because um, there's so much focus. I mean, I I get it. Pastors are they're going to focus on cranking out the messages, but I kind of get the sense, and I've always gotten the sense as an adult being in church, that after Sunday is over, the focus is really on how are we going to pay these bills. You know, what are we going to do in order to get these bills paid? Because we need money. So. I mean, there's a lot of churches out there that have flat out, they make it a point to let you know, hey, you give as much as you can because this is a tax write-off for you. <clears throat> We're 501c3. We make sure that you're going to save some money with the IRS. And all you got to do is pay your tithes. And your offerings. And Don't your forget offerings. about that. That's right. Because God loves a cheerful giver. <laughs> mm. And we are taking up a love offering this week. Mm -hmm. How much do you love your Lord? Mm -hmm. Because where your heart is, your treasure will be also. Ooh, Jesus, preach it. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, we can, we can throw out a whole bunch of scripture. It's all about money and you giving your money to the church. Mm. So, um, yeah. Don't store up your treasure here on earth. No. Where moth and rust corrupt. 
No. Story. So you're taking it with you? <laughs> oh. So I do have to tell you this. Now that we're over 30 minutes into this episode. Remember Is all this what you were going to say before I cut you off? Like yeah. I am right now. Yep, yep, yep. Remember yeah. all the technical difficulties that we were having before the last few weeks? Unfortunately. And you know how I kept saying that it's my fault? I do. <laughs> well, it's still my fault. So, I bought the same interface that you bought. And I actually got two of them in. And you know how at the start of this podcast, before we started, I said, hey, I figured out how I can plug into the interface and be able to hear you. We can FaceTime over the computer, don't have to use my phone, blah, blah, blah. Well, that button that I pushed mm-hmm. not only allows me to hear you in the headphones through the computer, but this entire recording has been picking up both of our voices on my same track. Oh. Wait, really? <laughs> Yes, eliminating the need for Soundflower, by the way. Well, you didn't need Soundflower. No, no, I meant like, you know, like if if we were doing this, or you didn't have your... That makes no sense, though. Oh, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. And honestly, I'm completely baffled. And I'm sorry, listeners, we just gonna need to take, uh, we just need to take a couple minutes to nerd out about audio and technical shit for a second so right now your track in GarageBand is recording me and you that is correct and as I've been watching it I've been making it a point to not talk at the same time as you because the conversation has been really good and I don't want to trash the conversation and say let's start over because it won't be as good it won't be as natural. We'd be regurgitating shit. It wouldn't even work. I'm telling you right now yeah. that this interface with the settings that I have set up is picking up both of our voices at the same time. Thankfully, I have my preset going and we're both at the same level. We're both talking at the same level, if you will. And so, like, there's not some big jump in the volume between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how this sounds in post. Um, but seeing that this is the first time that I've used the interface this way, um, I'm a little concerned, but I'll worry about it later. But mm. I, I don't want to do it this way again, so I'm going to change my settings after we're done to try to correct this so it doesn't happen again. But definitely you are on my same track being recorded. And um, I hope you sound good. And I guess by default, I'll be editing well, this Well, in way. that case, we can just post out your track. I don't even need to send you mine. Correct. Correct. See, I thought for a second that maybe I just had my headphones too loud and you were being picked up in the microphone. But 
That's not the case because I've got my noise gate and my compression set up perfectly to where it's only picking me up. You, you can't hear my headphones. So because it, 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 it wouldn't hit the gate, it wouldn't be able to go through the gate, the noise gate. So, um, yeah, this is interesting. So this Very interface good. is actually better than what we thought it was because it eliminates the need for sound flower when we actually do an interview. True. With a question mark. <laughs> I don't know. We need to figure that out. Well, essentially, I'd be able to, like, let's say for the next episode, 200. Well, you could record all three of us. I could. Essentially, I could. I could. Hmm. And then again, none of this would be a problem if I had answered the FaceTime call or did it over my phone instead of over the computer. It wouldn't be picking up anything. Yeah, we're going to have to talk after this podcast. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Sorry, folks. But we'll get it together. It's my fault. Um, sorry, not sorry. All my equipment took a dive, and I really still need to learn how to use this new equipment. There you go. It's all good, man. Mm-hmm. Weird. Very, so very Scientology, weird. though. Yeah, it's a sham. So uh, um, <laughs> they want you to become clear, right? So they, they hook you up to these little handheld wands. That are just like, you know, when you go to the gym, you hold up this machine and it it senses your body fat. It's that same kind of thing, but it's supposed to sense how clear you are emotionally and spiritually. Yeah, it's supposed to detect your stress levels. Sure. It's electromagnetic something going on. Anyway, people pay a whole lot of money. To uh, to become what they call air quotes clear. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of Christianity that's just as similar to that shit, you know. Uh, well, and if I could, uh, I don't know if you want this to be a long one or a short one, but I'm good to keep it kind of short, but. I kind of want to preface, I believe, our next episode, if not a very, very soon episode, with the Prez, a.k.a. the president of the fan club, a.k.a. Laurel, who is super interested in cults and has a lot of knowledge of said topic. and. Uh, She's the one who turned us on to this documentary that we've been talking about. And um, I was talking with her kind of about what you just said. And I guess I'll just leave that as a teaser. I don't want to get into it right now because we'll get into it later. But yeah, man, I mean, the whole cult, Christianity, church I should say American church at least because that's all I can speak to 
there's some similarities there, man, that are unavoidable and undeniable. And it's super interesting. It is indeed. It really is. Because at the end of the day, you take this cult, you take this religion, you take this faith, you take that belief. I mean, if you strip away all the shit, and not even the shit, but just all the bells and whistles and the, well, we have this writing and this writing and this belief. If you dwindle it all down, right? Is it all that different? Yeah, I mean, uh, there are there are major differences that we can that we can point out all because we're biased. But someone from the outside looking in would say no that they're pretty damn similar, and therefore it's all a sham, and that all religion is a sham. Um, yeah. obviously we don't, we don't ascribe to that philosophy given the fact that we proclaim ourselves to be Christians. Um, so that there's neither would any other of the shams. Yeah. Yeah. You know 100%. So, uh, uh, there, there is no religious person out there that's going to be willing to say that their religion is shit. <laughs> but that being said, um, I, uh, Part of the point of this podcast is the fact that we're willing to challenge our beliefs and, you know, be honest, intellectually honest, and, and say what we have struggles with and, and the things that we're okay with. I, I, I don't believe that you can truly be, if I can use this turn of phrase, rooted and grounded in your faith without the necessary challenge of its logic and validity. Therefore, it is a healthy thing to look at... (laughs) (laughs) It is a healthy thing. (laughs) I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. I don't either. (laughs) Maybe Um, because it was random. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's a very healthy thing to, to challenge what you believe and what you think and, and, um, and, and, and if at the end of it all, you still stand firm that you're not changing your beliefs, then I, you know, I think there's a certain level of validity to it. Sure. Uh, That's what's so crazy about Scientology though, is the second, And this is just from this documentary, okay? I've not researched Scientology. I haven't read up on it. I probably should. Um, But just from this documentary I'm talking about, it seems as though the second that you start questioning, you become what they call an SP or an enemy, right? So they they either try and handle you and get you back in and shut you up and put you in line, or they go after you and destroy you at any cost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, you essentially become an enemy of the state. From my experience in my faith, part of the reason that I love that we are called the unchurched, and it's not because I left my faith, it's because I, I question things. Like, if you can't question, if you can't struggle, if you can't wrestle to figure out answers as to what you believe or what you believe to be true. Is it true? Is it not true? Like, what does it mean? I mean, if you can't do that, it seems cultish. Like, oh, shut up, fall in line, do what you're told. We do this because that's what we do. Shut up. Don't think. You don't need to think. We figured it out for you. Thinking is bad. Questioning is bad. I don't agree with that, man. And actually, one lady on this um, docu-series that we're watching, um, she was a, I think they call him Partitioner. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she started questioning and you know, she was a Christian and because she started questioning things in the church, she left and then started getting into this whole Scientology thing. And then she started questioning that and then they like excommunicated her essentially. And it's like, that's fucked up, man. I mean, I don't care what religion, like if you can't think for yourself and ask questions and explore like is it, it almost leads to the like well then whatever you've said that I should believe has no foundation if it's not strong enough for me to question it you know what I'm saying sure yeah I, I do know exactly what you're saying uh, when in my last church when I started questioning things and bucking the system I was called unteachable um, I was called unteachable and called um, what was the other thing I said um, insubordinate yeah in, in such a way yeah unsubmissive was the term that was used there you go unsubmissive and uh, yeah so Unsubmissive and unteachable. So um, I was deemed as one who essentially felt like I was always right and didn't have to listen to anybody else. And and essentially, it, it, you know, I, I suppose there there it could be said that there was some truth to that. Um, just given the fact that. I was challenging, air quotes, the authority. Um, so, but you know what? I think there's fear in that from the air quotes authority. Sure. That they'll be uncovered. That the light will shine on their darkness, so to speak. That may be part of it. 
Um, but I, I think a, a larger part of it would be that of insecurity on their part. Um, maybe not necessarily that they become uncovered as if they have some secret sin going on, but uh, I would, I, I, at least in my case, I would lean more towards insecurity um, on their own part. Um, well, yeah, maybe not a secret sin, but just uh, the uncovering of, yeah, I don't have the answer, even though I'm the one who should have the answer. Exactly. So if you question that, you either need to fall in line or you need to GTFO, because there's no other way. <laughs> yeah, right, which is essentially what we did. Which is not... To me, at least, the good sign of a leader. I mean, you're not Jesus Christ walking around. You're a pastor in a fucking church. Right. You're not a saint. You are not perfect. Right. You are still struggling with your own faith and figuring shit out. And if you can't admit that... You can't be followed. You know what I'm saying? I do, 100%. Jesus was the one that's perfect in in my faith. That's what we believe. That's Mm -hmm. what I believe. My pastor is not perfect. He does not have all the answers. That is okay. It has to be okay. Yeah. If you're insecure about the fact that you don't have all the answers, that's not my fault. Nope. But it's not going to stop me from asking questions. You know, I think of it like um, if I can go back and use a Star Wars reference. Um, mm, yes. <laughs> um, so when Anakin was turning into Darth Vader and um, Palpatine was, uh, you know, finally revealed himself as a Sith Lord. We just lost a third, if not half of our listeners, but keep going. That's fine. Uh, They discussed, uh, (laughs) they were talking about what it would take to prevent a person from dying or bring somebody back from the dead. Because um, uh, Palpatine basically told Vader that he killed his wife, Padme. And so he was like... uh, he went back to him like, hey, listen, how do we do this? How do we discover this power? And, and Palpatine said, um, I can't do it on my own. I don't know how. He said, but together we can discover the secret to how to, how to prevent death and, and whatever. And they were going to go on this journey together, providing Anakin would submit, him, submit himself completely to um, Sidious, Darth Sidious. And I'm a nerd. That's why that pops into my mind. But I said all that to say, you know, (laughs) when you go to a leader and you say to that leader, hey, what's up with blah, blah. And instead of them saying, you know, I really don't know. um, They say, you know, you're challenging me. You're unsubmissive. You're unteachable. Blah, blah, blah. They tear you down. Uh, instead of them tearing you down, 
I think uh, a mark of a healthy leader would rather be to say, listen, I don't really know. I don't have that answer, but hey, how about you and I discover that answer together? You know, how about we, you know, we meet up, we link up and um, we, you know, throw some ideas against the board and see what sticks. You know, let's discover how to do this better together instead of, you know, just tearing down the other person because you've got the power and the authority. So I think it's the right way to go. I think it's the better way to go. The honest route. You know, I don't have the skill set. You're questioning and which probably is an indication that this is an area of strength for you. So let's explore your ideas and um, do what we can in order to make things better. I think that's the better way to, to go about it. So that's the way that I would go about it personally, if I was in the position of authority. So just like Darth Sidious, I would be like the Sith Lord and I would be honest and say, I don't know how to do this, but we can do it together. If we combine our energy, combine our mental capacity, blah, 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 we can do it. Or we can't. Maybe you never do. Maybe you never find it. But like. Possible. It's also possible we can bring in a third party or a fourth party. At least being true to the fact that you don't know, but you're willing to search. Not just be like, ah, eh, shut up, get in line. Sure. Stop asking questions. For sure. Yep. Because that shit gets old really quick, man. All that pride and arrogance. I'm the leader. I'm the boss. Listen to me. Submit to me. That shit gets old really, really quick to people who are mentally and emotionally strong. Now, the sheep, will gonna, they're going to follow no matter what. But not everybody that serves with you or under you in a church is, is sheep. Some people actually are strong enough to think for themselves. You know, some people are smart enough and willing to call a spade a spade. To just flat out admit when something isn't working right or something isn't being effective and question why we do things the way that we do if it's ineffective. Like that's a that's a trademark of strength and confidence. Not um, the blind leading the blind, you know. So, anyway, good convo. I hope this comes out okay. I really do, because I really screwed this up, technology-wise. Nah, it's all good. So. We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. Anyway. We good? Yeah, I think we're good. You want to put a bow on it? Yep. Yep, we're going to get ready for episode 200, folks. And we're going to make Two this a good one. Zero, zero. Yep. We're, we're crazy, bro. We're on our way. And it feels awesome to get this far. So we appreciate everybody that has been listening all this time and following us from the beginning. You guys are the MVPs. And um, 
most valuable plays. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Peeps, plays, personalities, doesn't matter. Join the conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, and the so MVPWLs. There we go. People who listen. Uh, check us out at unchurchpodcast.show and you can email us there and check out all of our links to social media from there as well. Uh, we appreciate everybody's feedback and, and chiming in when you do. You're always welcome to join the conversation. So thank you so much. Uh, we keep this going because not only we love talking to each other, but we love talking to you. So uh, we'll keep it real. Happy Hanukkah. And um, we love you a long time. Lahaim. <laughs> Shalom. Astrovia. Assalamualaikum, my brother. Assalamualaikum, salam. Peace.